All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slapped me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. He plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a beardo. Si, senor. I would like the pollo ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the latest edition of the FBL America podcast, part trois. This is David Smith. Wow. Scott Levy. Brian Chesco. There are trois co-hosts. You know, I had, I had to look up how to spell that uh, <laughs> when I was when I was putting it in. I like love that T-R-O-I-S. You right? didn't take, you didn't have French in high school? I did not. I took Spanish. Okay. Uh, I so also love that I learned we, to grow my R's. We dropped our Hamilton reference last week on that too. It made me happy all around. For sure. Uh, this episode is where we talk about the nonsense, the segments, the matches themselves as we go through and the things that maybe aren't as FPL relevant, although there will be some things to listen for. For sure. But this is, this yeah. is the fun one. This is the fun one. So let's should, get right into it. I should watch we? Hamilton sometime. You still haven't seen it? No. What year is it? You laughed at that like you'd seen it and got the joke. My wife has seen no, look, Ham- my wife has seen Hamilton like sixteen times. I am not She's... a well learned person, but, but you've I, seen Hamilton. I have seen Hamilton. You know what I have seen one half of? Cats. You... It's the weirdest, dumbest thing I've ever Excuse seen me, in my life. I need you to uh, hand over your American citizen card right now. No, I think I feel like cats is a thing that everyone should suffer through. Like like if I say I've seen, he cats, hasn't. He's you seen half. See it. He hasn't Almost seen Hamilton. Sarcastically meaning like Hamilton's the greatest piece of Be- art in the 21st century. Because if I had if, to suffer through it, you have. Did to Did you hear my statement it. just now? If T. S. Eliot wasn't a genius, otherwise, I would say we should all go back in time and kill him, before Brian. We, before we kill baby Hitler, <laughs> no. going back in time, we should you know, kill him for for producing right, right, right. the cats, for the sure. poem no. that produced. Listen cats. to me right now. Go to Audible. They have Jeremy Irons reading T.S. Eliot poetry, which includes that piece of work. I want to hear, there's no word uh, that I've ever wanted to hear someone like Jeremy Irons say than Jellicle. <laughs> you will hear it on Audible if you go there. It's worth it, I promise. But anyway, let's let's digress from that and get into the matches. The only we? thing worse than derailing a podcast with Alexis McAllister is derailing it with cats. With the word Jellicle. Or that also. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about some stories from Game Week 35. All right, right off the top, I don't have a lot to say about Newcastle nil, Liverpool one, other than Mo Salah captains were very disappointed to start the weekend. And by the way, Dave, it's Game Week 35. Guess who was still most captained because most of these FPL teams are dead? Mo Salah. Yeah, but this week it would have been a normal pick, Scott. I mean, look at our mini-mini league. I picked him. I know. The first match of the weekend, I was ecstatic when Salah blanked. Salah didn't even start because I didn't captain Salah. And I'm like, oh, son. Salah. is a chance. Make up some points. Salah and Trent. Both 
benched and Trent becomes an unused sub. I and I got lucky here because when I saw that, when I, I you're right, Brian. The first thing I saw was Trent and Salah benched, and I'm thinking, holy crap! I lucked out. Robertson, Matip, Virgil, all start. Yeah, <laughs> and On they all sheet. got clean sheets. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I was pumped that about that. That triple Liverpool defense, it's like two years later, but it paid it finally off. finally paid off for one week, Scott. <laughs> and your vice captain was Ollie Watkins. You yeah. said that before. So yeah. the uh, Salah's 21 minutes were especially annoying. For yeah, you. two points yeah. with the C. Hey, um, Jurgen Klopp, can can I go right to this? That he, Just the suggestion that Andy Robertson could have been benched too. And sure. I think that is, uh, this is, I know this is far late into the podcast at this point to say that it seems likely that Andy Robertson is not playing both matches in the double game. I mean, 36. I was going to ask you if I should, you know, I asked you in episode one of this week if I should go from Brandon Williams to Ben Johnson. I could also go from Brandon Williams to Simikos. Uh, you could get one match of him. I have Robertson too, so I'd get one match of each. Yeah, it's not crazy. It's not uh, great. You just hope that he. <laughs> you just hope that he doesn't play the Spurs match. Fair. More than the. That's Villa, true. The yeah. Villa match. I want him to play Villa for sure. If I, well, it doesn't matter. I'll have both of them. Do you, do you know the quote? I mean, do you know the exact quote? I, I, what, I think I, it needs to be said. The exact quote is: Samikas would have deserved to play, and Rabo could have had a break as well. But when you change one fullback and a center half. And there are three changes in the last. What I think then is, no, don't do that. Let's do it like this. Samikas <laughs> would have deserved to play. Robbo could have had a break. I just don't. I, I just don't see it. I think everyone expects that. I don't know how we we talked about Manchester City's upcoming matchup. Liverpool play Villarreal as you hear, like as we're sitting here, they play Villarreal tomorrow, and then they have basically the same rest situation that Manchester City does. Three full days before Spurs on Saturday, Villa on the following Tuesday, which is only two days of rest, then the FA Cup final on Saturday the 14th. There is no way that Andy Robertson isn't resting one of either the Spurs or the Villa match. I would guess he rests the Villa match. Yeah, probably. So do you feel comfortable starting Andy Robertson for that for the Spurs For the match? game week? Uh... Yeah, he'll be fine. I'm sure. I mean, he can assist just as easy. He'll get as a he... two or a five or a seventeen. Right. He'll do one of those three things. And listen, man, I am at the beach fantasy wise, so yeah. who cares? Robertson's staying in my lineup to the end of the season. Yeah, I just think safety wise, if it was me, I would love to be able to go from Robertson to Trent because there's no way that Trent does not play out. Trent plays the rest now that he's sat. Yes. He sat, he sat a whole match. And Robertson's going to sit at Ro- some point. Robertson's going to sit at least one of these. Another, thing, one is, of another is, thing that scares one me of them about is, the double. It's not the Champions League. So he's not sitting He's not sitting Villarreal tomorrow. He's not. I don't think you sit Robertson for Spurs, although what a flex for Klopp if he puts in some meetings wow. for that one. <laughs> now that could be some balls. I don't think he does that. I don't think he does it either. No. I think no. it's enough of a gap. Tuesday to Saturday, I think Robertson plays. It's resting Robertson. It's resting Robertson for Villa knowing that the FA Cup final is on the following Saturday. That's, what's, that's I, what I would imagine is going to happen. Now, Saturday ended with Manchester City retaking first place. They win at Leeds 4-0. Mm-hmm. Isn't it isn't it nice? I mean, I think every manager in the history of football everywhere 
would love to be able to snap their fingers and say, we need to play every match like a final. Done. Yep. We need to care about goal differential. Done. And that's what City's doing. They have closed the gap on goal. I think they're ahead now by a goal with it's goal one, differential. It's one behind. They're one they're behind. One behind. Okay, I thought they were one ahead. They're one behind. But they've closed the gap. Isn't it nice just to be able to snap your fingers and say, we need to do this, and then to do it? 20 goals in seven games. It's amazing. 20 Goals. And they, uh, you know me, I put way too much into goal celebrations oh. than I should, but they celebrated every goal like they were playing a final. And they were still celebrating that fourth goal because they are playing for goal differential. My favorite thing about the fourth goal is when Sterling gets pushed over in the box and then Fernandinho scores like just a plain like, rocket. He should have a penalty. I don't, like, look. I Who knows what a penalty is at this point? Anyway. Who knows? You know who we're not giving enough credit to, but he's deputizing for Kyle Walker like a boss? Zinchenko? Nathan Ake. True. Nathan Ake played really well. Uh, you wonder about him. He's not expensive. That's one of the other things. Is he is, wonder, is he locked in now? Wonder, well, just that they can they can play him. They can move him around. No. Like, who's no, locked he's not, in? He's definitely not locked in. in. Who's locked in in city defense? Laporte. Other than Laporte, anyone cheap? I think Diaz is not cheap. Laporte's not cheap. Diaz not cheap. They were only managing Diaz because of Diaz's just to get until Diaz's full fitness and full normal health. Diaz is going to start. Like what happened here? He well, starts. Walker's, and he gets Walker has an unknown return date, right? Kyle Walker might be done. I think that was the report this past week. Is that Kyle Walker might be done for the rest for the of the season. season? Which means this: it's it's unless Zinchenko changes sides. Not happening. Right? No, it's not happening. Cancelo like, is not coming out either. Right. Cancelo's not coming out. So that means Zinchenko is maybe better suited to play, but for whatever reason, they're sticking with Ake. Ake had a 4 7. Like, I'm looking at it going into the double next week, and Zinchenko I'm like, if here? I could get a cheap. I thought Zinchenko did play. Oh, no, he came on for 30 minutes. Yeah, you're right. They, they Well, Ake hurt his ankle. Like, there was a question of, of whether or not he was hurt. Because it was an actual injury substitution. He was limpy. So, so Ake that, so came off <laughs> and Zinchenko then filled his spot? Yeah, I think that's the question. God bless. I think that's, I mean, I think that's like the it, question. In 5-3, I could get to a 5-3 as a defender and for this double. I would love to have a City defender into, going into this double, into match week 36. I don't know who to go with. I can't get the expensive guys. Cancelo, Laporte, Diaz, all expensive. Done. Walker out, Stones out, Mendy obviously out. Duh. There's they got some <laughs> other guys who who are first Mendy reference <laughs> since 2019. Yeah, podcast, I think so. I think, I think so. Uh, it's either Zinchenko or Ake. That's their only options, unless they rotate Fernandinho back there. Yeah, not so, happening. Not happening. And not, it's well, probably not, not going to happen. Not with Laporte playing the way he is, and not with Stones being hurt, and not with Diaz slowly working himself back to full fitness. So yeah. we're Laporte's, not gonna, Laporte is the safest. We're going to see, center, I guess, central defense. Wednesday, we'll see who, who starts the match. Like, if Ake's good enough, maybe he starts, and or if Zinchenko. I just would love to have to start Zinchenko or Ake because I can get to them in my defense for this double. I think Pep got what he needed. He got the result he wanted, and he got to take off Ruben Diaz. Laporte is the trustworthy... Defender, so I think it, you're, it's just going to be Laporte and Diaz again in the Champions League. It will be Laporte and someone, probably Laporte and Diaz, as long as neither of them get hurt again. All right. I want to give my honorary fantasy half point to the fans at Elland Road. 
because inexplicably, they just started throwing paper out onto the bench. And nobody knew why. Nobody well, knew what the protest was about. Well, they just kept saying about how they, they spelled out something. There was something they were spelling out in the crowd. <laughs> that they that I, the, A match announcer said that they, they some of the fans didn't participate completely. <laughs> and so two of the letters of whatever word they were supposed to spell <laughs> didn't even come up. That's so amazing, then on it? top of that, the paper all got thrown. I mean, it was there the entire match, really. Yeah, I thought you would give it just for the fans, just because they were primarily throwing it at Jack Grealish. So, yes. So, they were, and and yes, I am. Okay, good. But yeah. also, I, there was an article I read, too, that was like, it, it was shocked that they seemed to throw some of it at Rafinha as well. And I'm like, of course they threw some of it at Rafinha. He's about to not be theirs anymore. Yeah. Anyway, it was funny, because everyone's like, what, what is happening and why? Rodri scored goals in the last two matches. Who cares? You want to go someone? You want to go real cheap, and you want to put a Manchester City player in. Put in don't Rodri do it. In your don't midfield. do it. Don't do it. Don't Why do it. Why not? He's guaranteed for minutes. At least you get the. <sighs> He's minutes. not guaranteed for anything else. Um, Phil Foden two assists in this match. He came off at seventy nine minutes. He might be the most reliable of all the City assets on the way out. I wonder. That's a good point. Moving to Sunday, I thought it was interesting. Both North London clubs played against opponents who are playing on Thursdays still in relevant matches. So Spurs defeat Leicester, who's playing in the Europa Conference League semifinals. They defeat them 3-1. to one. We talked in the last episode about how Sun went off. He's obviously the flashiest, you know, the most prolific Spur at the moment. And then Arsenal defeat West Ham at London Stadium. West Ham obviously playing in the Europa League semis as we're sitting here. And, uh, and yet, both clubs in North London win, which means... This North London Derby might have some meaning, Dave. Uh, the top three battle is tottening up. <laughs> wow, dude. Um, that was a Scott-level pun. Oh, Sun, my uh, goodness. Son probably, Leicester probably should have had a penalty. They should have, so the Spurs clean sheet should have been gone a lot earlier than it was. Because Son definitely moved his elbow into the ball, what was eventually deemed non intentional contact but son uh, it was i mean he it was pretty obvious and and like everyone said body language is usually a, a good giveaway yeah and his body language was oh crap i just gave us i just did this yeah and he got away with it yeah which i think that just made him angry then that. <laughs> that makes total sense so. dave anything you want to say about your club before we move on look they're fighting for for top spot like in you soccer. have to feel good about that. No, for sure. You're getting like, back to Wenger levels of look, Arsenal. It was a, a, a this win. Like you can dissect any any win and look at it different ways. But I, and Arteta said this after the match. But any Arsenal fan watching it was like, man, I was nervous. Like it was not pretty. It wasn't. It wasn't like there where they. West Ham is good. It, of course. Yeah. I mean, look to think that they lost the the three games that they lost before the last three wins. They end up the last three wins. They beat West Ham United and Chelsea. Before that they lost Southampton, Brighton and Palace. Like that's yeah. just like if you were to say a team's going to win 3 and lose 3, it's just weird. So I I just hope that that's whatever's youth, going right? on now, they can keep that going. But Dave, that's youth. It is youth. It is youth, and they're, look, they're the youngest team in the league right now, at least yeah. starting, and it's been like that all season. They committed to it, and I think hopefully it's going to work out. Saka, I wouldn't trust anyone else. Brian and I, I think Brian and I talked about this before. I, so, trusting Saka right now is the only person I would trust in the Arsenal offense, and I think he's guaranteed to start. He, 
it seems like the last two matches uh, at the end uh, he goes out and they want to put a yellow triangle on him, Brian. But I think I, I think I told this to you. Like I don't think that means anything. It's yeah. literally Saka saying, "Hey, you guys just come get me out of the, out of the game." Yeah, like, I'm going to sit down and someone get me out of the game. Second, we are seeing Saka go to the dark side. Second week in a row, he's he's not scared to he, go with some dark arts. He he earned a dark arts penalty. Was it two weeks ago? He did last week? against Chelsea. You yeah. know what though? What's so great about that? Aspilicueta had it coming. That guy has had it coming for years. Listen. And screw him. But Saka did that Dan. there. He got a yellow card in this match. All I know is we're watching him go fully to the dark side, which means that by next season, his name will be changed to Granite Jaka. No, it, it, it might be Diego Costa. But oh, wow, you're going even further. Yeah, that's the darkest. Wow. Hey, All no, right. hey look. Uh, I don't know who was luckier. Son not giving away a penalty against Leicester or... Uh, Aaron Ramsdale, lucky that he did not get a snap red card. Jared Bowen's leg in half. Yeah, yeah, bad decision there. One, one of his worst decisions. See, he's made it a year. And if he, he had he made, con- if he had made contact, yeah, he's done for a long time. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think it was arguable because of the nature. I mean, you look at the stills of it. I mean, you see how high up his boot is, and you see where he's coming in. Guys have gotten red cards for that exact kind of tackle before. Wait, yeah. I'm sorry. You're saying that the referees were inconsistent? Well, Weird. it's just that it's just that he slid in recklessly, and that reckless and, you, and it's yeah. a high boot, right at yeah. right ab, at at or above ankle level on Jared Bowen. He didn't make contact. I think he got a yellow card for it, but he was not. I mean, it easily could have been a red. Yeah. I mentioned the Premier League scriptwriters, barring from Men and Blazers, in the last episode. Uh, they did their best work in the relegation battle in game week 35, starting with Everton 1, Chelsea 0. We already discussed the Everton goal. If ever, uh, if Everton managed to stay up this season, the the video that they're going to show over and over again is Jordan Pickford's save across the oh goal on Aspilicueta. That was so great. Again, I love seeing Aspilicueta getting dunked on, <laughs> right? The rest of us are going to watch Pickford getting slammed in the face soon after that, but that goal coming across on Aspilicueta was You know awesome. Pickford had to have had a good game if his biggest hater, my brother Matt, gave yeah. him credit, and he said, as much as I hate him and I hate Everton, Pickford was unbelievable today. Yeah, he saved their season. Was it his best performance ever or just his most important? Uh, most important. I would say both. Just say because he's I said, had some good ones. I don't remember one that good. Right? Five, five saves, and then for fantasy purposes, he finishes with all three bonus points and a, and a ten. I will say this is the one that they'll point to when he starts uh, England's first oh, World Lord. Cup match. He's look. If Mason Mount could finish, because Mason Mount now has his mixtape of hitting the post <laughs> is now as good as like any, anybody's ever. No, it's as good as Better. Sterling's uh missing sitters from five yards. Oh my gosh. Honestly, off both posts should be worth three bonus points. There is I no... feel like that's impossible to do and he did it. I mean that's just pure unbelievable luck. There's no better alliteration in the league than Mason Mason Mount mixtape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, sticking with the relegation battle. Villa to Hey wait I don't, Hold on a second. Just, All right. just we, the, we got look, we got one more thing to talk about just here. Just the Richarlison. Look, not only he scores, but he threw a flare. 
The flare went oh, onto the field. Oh my gosh, I forgot to write that down. So that is being investigated by the FA. That's a that is a factor here. Apparently, I mean, Everton is saying as a club, they're saying he threw it into an uh, into an empty he part was of the stadium. Trying to get rid of it, which is not true. When pit. you watch it, he was just he was chucking, just chucking it. it. Yeah, he was just chucking it. And when he did that, and I saw it, I thought, oh no, that is dangerous. Now I've never held a flare, but my understanding is the flare end of the flare is hot to touch i, I imagine i think the I think bright it, part I is now hot duh <laughs> i would think so, mostly so, on the on the fact that it's fire when he just threw it i was like that's a problem it's but, but burning chemical it's not just for charleston football has a flare problem right now and i know they always have but it is out of control all they you, have got to fix this i kind of feel like flares are cool all you got to do is melt crayons <laughs> in a pan <laughs> There are recipes for this. Look them up. I believe it. I believe it. Just like you can 3D print anything these hey, days. I la- get it. Last thing Last thing on this match, uh, Christian Pulisic's dad threw a tweet out there and then snatched it down, but people saw it before he did, and he is not happy and doesn't want to stay at Chelsea. Just want to throw that out. Of course he can't be happy. No one is happy at Chelsea. Antonio Rudiger's not oh, happy well, at Chelsea. Oh, well, that was – and even pre-match today, uh, that was something that just reports that there are finally – there's a – uh, a leading uh, bidder uh, that that was one of the it was prior to Manchester United that, that I think it's the uh, the Serena Williams group no it's it's another um, is it the Dodgers owner I think it's the guy that owns the Dodgers that's in the, whatever that consortium is that that's okay. now uh, believed to be the leading but Who either knows? way the feeling was like I I their performances have dipped and of course. And it's now, like, even with this, I think it's a, a point that... They have nothing to play for, and the club is, is compl- like, what do you know about the club? Like, everything's unknown. There's no foundation there. Uh, Tuchel said that the player performances were not good enough, and he, you know what? he blamed concentration and determination levels. Fair enough. I Whatever. Think he was, I think he was, what he meant was um, Cesar levels and Azpilicueta levels. Well... I, and I know that that was Chelsea one, is going to finish third, and they don't know what the future of the club is going to look like. There's a there's too many unknowns to blame it on any one person too much. They might finish third. Dave, you are way too loud with your glass, but enjoy pouring that benchmark. I just wonder if I'm one. I... <laughs> don't make me do it, Scott. <laughs> He's got to rotate people. I, this week, I think this lineup was a bit shocking that it was such a full Chelsea lineup. I just can't imagine, again... They're playing for an FA Cup final. That's it. I know, it. but as we go into the... Right, but I'm saying as we go into a double match week, this is a perfect match to not play all of the normal people that are out there, to let Pulisic have a run out or whatever. No, who's in the starting lineup? Werner, Havertz... Mount. Uh, Alonzo, Reese James plays again. Mount is out there. Like, all the normal starters are out there. I just can't and imagine. And it's not it. like those guys have been producing success. No, right? for sure. They were of, all. Of late. They were all fine in the, the you know, a, a, two weeks ago. They were all fine. Like, they were you were getting something from them. It's just that this week, this is, a, this is like the kind of loss you're not supposed to have. Either way. Sticking with the relegation battle, I'm moving on to another match. Villa 2, Norwich 0, like I tried to do before. Okay. This is where the script writers... I mean, football is fun, but it is also so cruel. 
When Dean Smith was sacked at Villa this season and then got the job at Norwich, the last thing he would have wanted is for his club, his new club, Norwich, to get officially relegated at Villa. Yeah. And yet, here in the Dean Smith Derby, by the way, I'm going to start a new segment, Dave, called Derby of the Week. Not Ooh, the real derbies, but okay. like the made-up ones. Okay. This is the Dean Smith Derby. Football is so cruel because not only were Norwich relegated, the first goal they gave up was on a Norwich-level slip. Yeah. Let, let Watkins in, <laughs> which gave Watkins the easy one. And yeah. then the second goal was in stoppage time. I mean, cruel. Like, there's nothing about that that was nice yeah. at all. And especially when it, you lose because Danny Ings was the man of the match. Oh, my gosh. But with all that said, Stevie G, the other manager in this in this match, apparently provided some quotes that you want to uh, grace us Actually, with. it was Dean Smith. Oh, was it really? Yes. It wasn't Steven Gerrard? It was not. I wish it was. Steven, oh. Gerrard, Steven Gerrard said the normal things, which is... We Social were, media? We were fine in attack. Social we media. We were okay. We, we weren't fantastic, but we got the job done. Ollie Watkins only played well because he tweeted half the time. Manager quote of the week A, if there might be another one. That's uh, right. For later, uh, is from Norwich manager Dean Smith. Uh, he said... I'm disappointed because it wasn't a performance we should have got relegated on. I thought it was a good performance. Again? <laughs> we quietened the crowd. Ooh, quieted. It could just be the transcription of whatever he said on Sky Sports. <laughs> but if quietened is like some UK variation on quieted, then that is the variation of a word that I love more than most. <laughs> It's not as, I mean, it's obviously better than like amidst. <laughs> Whilst. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to amid. Right. Or while. <laughs> just that quietened the crowd. Oh. I just, it's, and it's yet another Dean Smith, we were better than the score suggests. Yeah. Quote. I, you it's can't just, only say that so many times. Well, but, and then, yeah. It's you are your points at the table. 2 nil, And he said that. He said exactly that. Our performance, we gave up a bad goal. Because of a slip, that's how we lose. That's yeah. how we concede the first goal. That's why I said it's that's so just, cruel. Yeah, it's it really so is. cruel. Hey, cruel part two. So Southampton loses to Crystal Palace. Meanwhile, Burnley defeats Watford, and that means that it's all set up so that Watford now could be officially relegated in the upcoming weekend. Roy Hodgson's Watford could be relegated to. His, by his former club, Crystal Palace. The scriptwriters are doing some work. so crazy. Yeah. It's amazing. Per Sky Sports, uh, this is Burnley's first three-game three win streak since April 2019. Since they finished seventh? Three wins is as many as they had in their previous 21 matches. It's crazy. Combined. Isn't that funny? Like, this is... This is Every club that replaces a manager, this is what they're hoping for in what we refer to as the new manager bump. When Dwight McNeil almost got a penalty, but it was ruled as just outside the box, yeah. it was Veghorst who was placing the ball for the spot. This is something that folks noticed. So the question of whether or not from now on, if Burnley somehow managed to get another penalty, that it might be Veghorst who takes it. That guy was furious. 
There is hardly anyone more furious as he's walking off on the fi- at the 59th minute of being substituted early. That guy was angry. And then, of course, it's Vidra who comes out and is a difference maker. Uh, yeah, he's done that before, too. Anyway. Wolves nil, Brighton three. While I was seeing this match, I, uh, I made the comment in Slack that if ever there was a Premier League club that had a manager who is paid to tank, like we've been uh, seeing allegations about in the NFL. It appears to be Wolves at this point in the season. They are beaching harder than anybody else. Give me who's playing, which Chelsea plays Wolves next. So it's like I'm considering like getting rid of Werner for like Jesus. Why would you? Unless you don't think Werner's playing. Well, I, and he might not. That's I know. Like, I'm torn. That's the like, question. I, I don't know. I know Lukaku and Pulisic have no love for him at the moment. And if and if, if the feeling in that locker room is such that, like, whatever Tuchel does isn't going to change that and or he just doesn't give a flip, then – He doesn't. Then that probably is going to continue. Yeah. I'm – man. I, That's well, a problem, but right? I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Tuchel gets sacked really next year. I'm really curious – with what happens on the weekend in the FA Cup final. Tuchel gets sacked next season at Chelsea. Hands down. Like, there's no question in my mind. I don't know that. You don't alienate Abramovich a third of your roster. You're basing your knowledge on the fact of the past with Abramovich being there, and he's not there now. So, I well, just... That's, that only adds to my uh, confidence in making that statement. A new owner is going Tuchel's to see... Tuchel's the top 10 manager in the world. Uh... I think that's fair. I disagree. I think if there's one thing that this particular season has proven, it's that a manager who can be tactically strong and who can also have the personality to connect with his players, if you can have those two things, then you're going to be a great manager in football right Mikel now. Arteta, you just described him. <laughs> well, Jurgen Klopp. Klopp. Pep Guardiola. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's a list of them. It's not just those top two guys there in the Premier League. There's others too. But I would still put Tuchel in the a top ten. I don't think Tuchel. I don't think Tuchel has any personality that any player wants anything to do with. Maybe, but would you say the same about Antonio Conte? Because I would. Although I he think seems Conte to be has... winning over some of the Spurs. Spurs are playing well, really good. Yes, but he's also flirting now with PSG. At least is it though, or is it just the media, British tabloids? Maybe. I don't know. I, is, is that Arsenal fans, Arsenal people in the media trying to stir up trouble I think, for Spurs, I right? Think, I mean, I think Arsenal players can say, I can commit to Arteta because Arteta seems to be committed to Arsenal. Liverpool City, same thing. You're not getting that with I thought the Spurs. I thought the Conte to PSG was a French paper leak. Was it? Yeah. I, if I remember right. It, Even if it is... Uh, you won't Are we going to trust the French? I was going to say, you won't be surprised to know that uh, well, that and Antonio Conte's camp vehemently denies the allegations. Yeah, of course, uh, of course like... they will, until there's a, a signed deal. Uh, Brian, before you get to manager quote part two, mm-hmm. uh, which bringing us back to Wolves-Brighton here, uh, we did leave this to talk to, about Chelsea. I think it's relevant to talk about Tuchel. There's an entire offseason where we can talk about that. Uh, you know how I said earlier with uh, City and their goal celebrations that I read way too much into goal celebrations. Yeah. What's Eve Basuma doing? He scored a he scored a great goal, and then he did nothing. He acted like he scored an own goal. Literally, it looked like he put a goal maybe in his own. Maybe he's starting net. a new trend, Scott. Or maybe he's gone. 
Maybe it's an ironic goal celebration. Dave's right. Is he is he a hipster? Ironic goal celebration. Well, for sure. Like I'm gonna be way too cool for this. Like I'm gonna uh, remember when uh, he's out. Ziyech scored the goal against Tottenham, and he just kind of stood there. Like, of course I did that. I think that's kind of one. There's a difference between saying Basuma's gone because there's a lot of teams that want him. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say he's a highly desirable guy, and he's not what he's probably too good for Brighton. All right, Brian, manager quote of the week part two. It's from. It's from the Wolves manager, uh, Bruno Lodge. He said, there's nothing much to say. We didn't come to play. We just watched Brighton play. <laughs> Not only a hilarious quote, but a, one of the greatest poems ever composed <laughs> in English history. I will say, I sat here in episode one of this week and said, I'll play my bench boost and I'll save my free transfers. And then I kind of flirted the idea of setting up Brandon Williams, which you talked me out of, just because there's not a lot of great alternatives. But I do have Connor Cody in my defense. And they're playing Chelsea and City in Wolves, game 36. So not only that, that, Wolves have scored zero and conceded at least one in their last five matches. And that was against Leeds, a, a beachy Aston Villa team, Newcastle, Burnley, and Brighton. They have to finish the season with Chelsea, City, Norwich, and then Liverpool in game week 38. I, I mean, you tell me, can, will, will Wolves-Norwich be anything better than nil-nil or one-nil to someone? I, I just can't imagine that, this, that it turns into anything. Wolves are awful. Yeah. Um, I know he didn't say it in stats things, but Leandro Trossard is crushing. If he wasn't, he would be mentioned more if he was in a double. He's just not. He's not in the double-double. He's, he's a single-single. Last five <laughs> matches for Leandro Trossard. Yeah, really eight, good. 8-11-0-7-8. Yeah. In the last five weeks, only Sun has scored more in mid for midfielders than Leandro Trossard. But he's doing my favorite thing. He has three goals in the on, last five on weeks. three shots. On four shots on target. I love it. Yeah. Brighton is in ninth place, by the way. It's interesting. That's surprising about the Hove. The Hove. One last match to discuss. It was the Monday match. United dropped three on Brentford, I will say. Did anyone even watch? I did not. Watch a little bit of it. Care. I saw the highlights. Ronaldo looked good. I'll give him that. Ronaldo is, keeps he keeps scoring. Yeah, he's really trying to up the price. Scott, what was our Ronaldo bet? Oh, you've definitely won that one. Okay. We'll, we'll review all our bets at the final episode of the season officially. That's one I'm not concerned That's about. That's one you're definitely going to win. But he is definitely raising the price on his contract, his, his weekly wages, wherever he goes after He's 37! He's a freak show! He's unbelievable! He's a physical specimen. He's 37, still doing this in the league. Who has ever done that before? Like, there's a couple... Oh, uh, like, there's a lot of time. Look, he wasn't scoring like this. I might... For a minute he was. At thir- maybe maybe close. You're right. I mean, and, four by the way, and anyways, Zlatan's goals are the greatest goals scored in this human history. Fact. So it I'm doesn't sorry. matter. When what did Zlatan Ronaldo. become a co-host on this podcast? Zlatan should always, and I would. He has an open invitation <laughs> to be a co-host on this podcast. Scott, he will take my chair then. Regardless, he will take my uh, chair. And he then. would take it. He would take mine. He would take Brian's. He would take whoever's oh. was closest. I will not he be here take. the day he shows up. But that's if, fine. If Bored Ape NFTs wanted the value of their NFTs to become actual, real, sustainable, long-term value, sure. they would change it from monkey-looking NFTs to 
pictures of Zlatan Ibrahimovic's face. No doubt. Yeah, Manchester United somehow managed to smack Brentford today without Fred on the pitch. I don't know how that happened. I know that I want to mock that, but Fred's been really good for them. And and more than I should give credit, it's he's never been fantasy worthy. Is this one off? We've never talked about him. Is this one off for Brentford, or is this was this it? Was this week? So, was this the week? No, I was thinking about that, and because they seemed like they cared until up until today. this week, and then it's like no, this was a way. So I, I I just wonder if if the home matches Brentford's fans are going to keep them involved in a way as they have se- kind of secured their spot. They're not worried about getting um, relegated. And so I just wonder, beware the home matches. Brentford uh, players probably give a little bit more on home matches. But uh, look, a lot of those players, it's their first time playing at Old Trafford. Uh, it's at the end of the season. They have promotion, secu- or they have you know, relegation secured. That's not even a word. They, they're staying up. Yeah, they are no, yeah, they're so in no danger. I just, I, I, th- I think you're right. You're, you're proper in bringing that up. I think it could be a thing. The last three weeks. Any last points before I close out this uh, week's episodes with the Mojo table? No, just that Crystal Palace, Wolf Zaha off the bench, gets the win for yeah. Crystal Palace. Not just a, Palace is going to be fun next year. Would have would have been a draw if not for Zaha, who was rested because uh, Vieira said that it was a it was a it was a tough matchup the week before against Leeds, physically demanding. Zaha got a bit of a rest. I have no idea why in the world Zaha is the 23rd most transferred in midfielder uh, this week. I mean, at this point... I get it. It's a single. They play home to Watford this week. Yeah. They have an amazing double in game week 37. And then they have a they have Manchester United in the most unpredictable week of the season. That's true. I, I Eze think- scored the first goal. I would imagine if he... like To me, he seems like the guy, if because he's back out there, he would be, I think, an, a, a really... Uh, Differential, cheeky differential. Yeah, for I agree. I, I, uh, barring a crazy, terrible schedule to start the season or some unforeseen change like Vieira leaves or something, mm-hmm. Palace are going to be a lot of fun, and I'll be tempted by Palace players to start next season. Can I give you one other stat? Of course. I just think it's a weird. This seems weird because I just I find it unbelievable mm-hmm. that Southampton has dropped more. This was you know just sky stats. Dropped more points from winning positions than any other team this season. No, I mean, that's They've not dropped shocking. 26 points, which, but I feel like it's super weird. 18 of their dropped points were at home, where I feel like we've said all season long they've been so much better at home. They're so they were they were so unstoppable for a little while. Southampton's still. I mean, this 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 is predictable at this point. They're going to be predictably unpredictable in when their hot streak happens. That will help them be sufficiently mid table. And then disappointingly inconsistent for the rest of the season. Yeah. That's 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 and hurdles Southampton to a T. Ben's mojo table. Also our listener Ben. Uh, not a lot of movement. He admitted uh, Liverpool City still one two. Arsenal Newcastle three four. Uh, I want to talk. I want to give actually his notes because I think he's exactly right. He said for reference, not much movement this week. Leeds still feeling blue through little fault of their own. He does have them in 17th. But that's thanks oh, to so their... Oh, so Leeds dropped then. Uh, and I think it's fair. 
Yeah. I mean, it matches their actual position at the okay. table. But he says, thanks to their fixture list coming up, that they've been pulled thoroughly into the mud. He's exactly right. Yep. Everton's still feeling blue because they can't catch a break. Even when they get a big one, that bonehead Brazilian still does something stupid, and they're still in the relegation zone. Yeah, it's true. It's, that's well said. And um, then he said he couldn't bring myself to put United up there either. Still a dumpster fire. I, he's not wrong. No. Yeah, no, talk about flares. You want to talk about flares? Look at the protests outside of Old Glazer, Trafford. The laser protests, yeah. The last Burnley, no, this, or not Burnley, but the last Leeds thing, the reason why I said I was sad about them is just, it's nothing really extremely recent, but there was, uh, there's at least one website, footballgroundmap.com. They did a, a review from 2013 to 2018, so it was a few years old. But it was that five-year span. Teams that were, when they were confirmed, from the time they were confirmed to be relegated, teams uh, in that span had a 24% win rate and a 62% loss rate. They, the teams that are averaging the most goals conceded for the season right now are Norwich, Watford, and Leeds. And Leeds is worst huh. overall for the season. And wow. they keep not being good, even though they had a, a little bit of a good patch here. They're allowing 2.12 goals per game. Wow. The Stuart Dallas injury was unfortunate. Do, it is. It's Sorry. terrible for them. Do you even believe that West Brom was in the Premier League last season? Who? Uh, <laughs> I, I, when, I saw, when I saw that, I just thought, that's impossible. West Brom was never in the Premier League not in, my, in my adult lifetime. Well, that's, that's not true. No, that's not true. No, but <laughs> not last season. Last season, they were. They were Sam, they? Sam 2021 and 2021. Last year, I triple captain Salah against West Brom, and Liverpool lost that match. Remember? It was like game week yeah. 21 or something. West Brom. I don't remember one West Brom player. This is exactly you remember Sam Allardyce. This is exactly what I'm saying. When you look at that and you see that they were in the league, what I'm saying is that West Brom in there they were the worst team for goals allowed per game last season. They allowed exactly two. Their goals per game allowed was two even. Norwich in their relegation 2019-2020 season allowed 1.97 goals per game. Over the course of this, and Leeds is what, and Leeds is at two point one two right now. I Yikes. don't know. I just the Stuart Dallas injury is really not good for them. Rafinha disappearing, disappearing. He Rafinha, the they Rafinha need to bench him. They, they can't. They got Calvin Phillips back, but they don't have anyone that can attack or do anything. Rodrigo's not no answer. Bamford doesn't seem like he's anywhere near. No. I don't know how they do it. I I just feel like no one Daniel wants, James. Does anyone want to he touch? Needs to step up. He needs to step Everton up. Everton has too many games left, and Burnley's playing really good. Like they are fully cohesive and together yeah, with a manager. We talked about I want to see Leeds drop. I know. I, I know. I just we talked about I, Villa last week, but all of a sudden it's like, whoa, no, Leeds United is going down. Yeah, it's it's sad, but I just don't know how it doesn't happen. Game of Throw-ins. Anthony's number one. I mean, of course he is. He seems to always do well in this sport. Ian Nacho, Gesundheit, Daniel is up in second. Nirvana State, Michael is third overall in the FPL America Podcast League. Well done, hey, you three. High score of the week was Spurs 23. Uh, and he jumped ahead of me in the, in the podcast table by one point. So I wanted to mention him, uh, League Gagan, G-A-G-A-N. 
I don't even know if that's your name. That's awesome. I I love that. Actually, you got a ninety-four. That's an so amazing score. So when it updated ninety-four, you Captain Sun. I had my vice on him, right, and I switched it right before kickoff. My vice, my captain was on Sun. I switched it. I horribly regret it. He had Foden, Watkins, Ronaldo, Laporte, Robertson, Cancelo, and Kuliszewski, who all who all did well. So kudos to you. Ninety-four on this match week shoots you up the rankings. One point ahead of me. He's fourteenth dis- overall. Yeah, I'm disappointed with that. So well done, League Gagan Spurs twenty three. All right, there we go. Wrap wrapping it up. I still don't know what I'm going to do. I do not know if I'm going to bench boost or if I'm going to roll regular. Uh, only time will tell. Check the cup matches. They're one computer. I checked before the pod. And the matchups, the next matchups for the next week had not been released yet. Mm-hmm. The FPL America podcast, League Anthony is still in it, the league leader. There aren't as many other names. The mini, mini league, mean. we lost a couple uh, that fell this past week. League We've got to be down to the league. quarterfinals now, right? Since yeah, it's so, game week 36. But the mini, mini league, the matchups for the next week are going to be released. That's going to be fun. Yeah. For the FPL America podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time. <laughs>